I feel like we should be focusing on creating the content we love. If you want brands to notice you, if you want your more of an audience to notice you, you have to be confident behind your content first. I always like to ask people, do you like your content? Because you want so many other people to like it and that's your focus. And again, I get that, but you have to like it first. You have to feel strongly about it first. Hey, you all, and welcome back to Growth Theory. It's me, Tina, your host, and today I'm so excited for the episode because my girl, my friend, my very first client ever, Anya Bazell, is back on the show. You guys are in for a real treat. Anya is not just a blogger, influencer, entrepreneur, but this girl is a whole doctor, y'all, like... I don't know how she does it, but in today's episode, we're going to figure it out. We are diving deep into all things manifesting your dreams, how consistency is key, and how to not worry so much about all the trends that constantly happen, but instead focus on building genuine relationships that have you connecting with the right people. Stick around because today's episode is packed with inspiration and actionable steps. Trust me, you'll walk away with some helpful tips and feel inspired. Well, without further ado, let's get into it. Y'all, we have Anya Bazell back on today's episode. She is so many things, I can't even begin to explain them. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself. If you don't know who this amazing woman is, you're about to find out. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you for having me on again. This is my second time on her podcast. It's so amazing. I'm so glad to be here catching up with her. I miss you so much. I am Anya Bazell. I run the account Surgery and the City on Instagram. Also have a blog, surgeryandthecity.com, where I talk about my passion for colorful, bold, printed fashion, and where I also share my journey through medicine. I've had quite the non-traditional journey as a medical student. That's when I started my blog. And now I am a resident living in New York City. I matched into family medicine this past March and moved my entire life to New York City in June. And it's actually kind of perfect because surgery and the city was born in Brooklyn. And now surgery and the city is actually living in the city in Manhattan. So this is great for my medical career, great for my blogging career. That is good. So (laughs) I want to start off today by just talking about how you have literally manifested this life that you're living. And, you know, obviously by the grace of God, but you're the queen of manifesting such an amazing life. In my opinion, you literally, you know, for those of you who don't know, Anya was like my first repeat client ever. She took a chance on me when I was starting out my photography career and we would just create all the time. And when it started, it was, it was surgery in the city in Atlanta to show how cool Atlanta is. And now she's literally surgery in the city of New York city, you know, and it's just, it's wild. So please share with us, like, how, how have you made this work? You know, some people don't believe in, in creating the life that you want. Some people don't believe that that can happen. And I want you to just share your heart and share your own experience, how that is possible. Cause you've been through some things we'll get into it, but just overall, how has, 
how have you pushed through and created this life to where you are, where you are today from Anya years ago? Sure, sure. Well, first of all, thank you for taking a chance on me because Tina has been around for a very long time and I don't know where surgery in the city would be without you. Anytime I say something crazy like, hey, I want to shoot this shoot in the middle of the street, Tina says, okay, all right. And she'll get out the car and we'll go shoot. When I said, hey, I want to do a tour guide for Martha's Vineyard. Can you come? Okay. Right. So thank you. Um, I just never gave up. I had a vision for what I wanted surgery and the city to be. I had a vision for what I wanted my medical career to be. And both of those things have shifted and changed over time, but I've never given up on either one coming true. There have been so many people who told me, you know, you're not going to get through medical school or how can you have a blog and be a doctor at the same time? But I've never been of the mindset that I will lack because the Bible says that I will be fruitful. I will multiply. I will have plenty on earth and in heaven. A lot of people think, a lot of believers think that you can't have goodness until you reach heaven. God wants me to be lit. Okay. And I've always believed that I have never stopped believing that no matter what I've gone through. And so I think that my perseverance, my dedication to my craft really have made it so that I could manifest the life that I want. And also not being lazy. It's hard work to have two careers at once. I've never been the type of person who's been allowed to have a lot of downtime. We talked about this last time, how my dad made it so that we couldn't watch TV until we were until it was 7 p.m. We had to practice our sport, our instrument, and then study. And by the time we were done with that, it was time for bed. And so my brothers and I grew up with the mindset that we don't get to have downtime all the time. We'll enjoy ourselves sometimes, but we have to work and do what it is that we want to do. That's how you get there. You put in the work. Mm-hmm. When I come home from work in the hospital, I do some things for surgery in the city. Just before I hopped on this call with you, I was working on tomorrow's blog post, you know? Hey. And then after that, I'll rest, but the work has to get done. So perseverance, hard work, and just speaking life. My mom is really good about sending us messaging constantly about speaking life. You have to speak what you want to see because when you put it into the atmosphere, God is like, all right, you have faith. You believe I'm going to come through and do my part. You're working. You you're believing God is going to do his part. So every single morning I make it a habit to say the things that I want to see. And even if it doesn't happen that day, I'll keep saying it because I know that it's going to happen. I started that habit when I failed step one, And I just needed to see a move of God in my life and speaking life daily and speaking out loud what I want to see made so much of a difference. So that's what I've been doing and it's been working and we thank God. Wow. I'm about to be emotional here. That was so beautiful. And I love what you said about, it's not just speaking it. It's about what you doing your part too. You know, God's going to do the part, but it's like us stepping out and really doing the work. Because I think sometimes there's always that message of like, just speak it out there, just, you know, put it into the universe. And it's like, that's just not, (laughs) you're going to be, you're going to be out here looking real silly in a couple of, you know, there won't be much traction is what I'm learning. And I think that is so amazing. So 
I want to talk a little bit about your ability to balance so much and like you just do so many things, like you just said, but how are you able to balance everything and be so consistent? Like, I don't know anybody else who is as consistent as you, but like doing it so gracefully, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you like, it may be crazy behind the scenes, who knows, but you, you walk in such grace and elegance oh, and you. it's like, we all know you're busy, but it's like, how does she even make the time to do this, you know, and have like, do you have a Someone asked me that like, this week? <laughs> yeah, like, what are we doing? I help us out here learn to be graceful, elegant. Is it spreadsheets? Like, what are we doing? Help us be consistent out here in these streets, like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely spreadsheets. What? But I'll get to that. I think that organization really is key. Every single thing that I have to get done in a day gets written down. I write in my uh, reminders app that's on my phone and I check my reminders app multiple times a day to make sure that I'm being productive. And the reminders app allows you to have notifications. So it's really easy to see if you're checking off that list. Just having that at my fingertips is really helpful. I also use the notes app on my phone so that anytime I have an idea, I jot it down and then I make sure to go back to that when I'm looking for different ideas for my blog and I'll just cross them off as we go because I always want the information to be fresh. I want it to be, to be new. I want it to be purposeful. And so I definitely keep a running list. And then for organization, I also love spreadsheets, Excel spreadsheets. That's how I really do keep track for now with my campaigns. I wanna make sure that I'm writing down the campaign, the due date, the post date, when the money is coming, <laughs> when I'm sending my invoice, the hashtags that I have to use, I'll get that specific, the hashtags that need to be included, who exactly and what exactly I'm supposed to tag, if I'm supposed to tag products, all of that is in one spreadsheet. And then of course, I also keep track of my expenses for surgery in the city in a separate spreadsheet. I might change the way that I do that. I might adapt to QuickBooks at some point, but for right now, that's just what I've got going. So making sure that I'm organized really is key. And also keeping up with communication. I check my inboxes. I have an inbox for personal Gmail, for surgery in the city, for work. And I make sure that I stay on top of it so that I'm not missing anything, so that I'm not missing any opportunity. I'm a type A person, so this isn't too, too difficult for me. Right. I can imagine that it would be if I weren't type A and super organized, but I feel like these are simple, practical tips and very adaptable for anyone who's looking to get more organized. Definitely check out those apps on your phone. Definitely use spreadsheets because it really does help. And I always have the mindset that medicine does come first because that's patient care. This is a continuation of my education. So I make sure that I do prioritize. There is a hierarchy for certain things in my life. It's the medicine because that involves other people's lives. Then it's the blog because that's Anya's life and that's what I want to do. And I'm passionate about both, which is why I'm consistent in doing both. I like what I do every day. I'm not forcing it because it's, I've chosen a path that I, two paths that I like. So if you're waking up every day and you like what you do, I feel like you will make a way to get all of it done, even if it's hard work. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is, there are so many gems there. I can't wait to listen to this back Um, because it's true. I think, especially in the world that we live in now where there's so many things pulling at us, whether you work a nine to five plus have a side, you know, have another business that you're running or full-time on your own. If you're a creative in any sense, I feel like it can feel overwhelming if, if you're not a type A person or even if you are, but to really think like, do I love this? And it, when you do love it, you're able to pull from that well, because it, it doesn't really run dry when you're passionate about it. So I think for you, you this is this is Anya, you know, like the, the fashion, everything as far as like your love for the cities, plus your job as being a job, like your, your doctor. I mean, this woman's like literally... She's going to deliver my children when I have kids one day. Uh, but, yes. you know, you know I won't trust nobody else, but it's like knowing where your passion comes from. It's got to be from the root, I think, to really help you sustain any kind of consistency because there's just so much changing all the time. So I love that. That is actually really helpful. Do you sit down like a certain day of the week or do you have a, is it daily? Like, do you have a time where you're like, this is my organization time? to make sure everything's good or you just kind of like, you just know to, to check whenever. I really do try on the weekends or on my day off to situate my photos, to situate my captions, to situate my weekly blog posts, to do all of that, not in one sitting, but throughout that day off Mm -hmm. so that I can make sure it's done. It's out of the way because when I'm on the floors, especially so either I'm on the floors or in clinic, mostly I'm on the floors for this specific rotation. And when I'm there, (laughs) I cannot be on my phone because so much of that time is fast paced. We have patients in triage. You got to do this. We got to do that. I may be able to post my Instagram post for the day on time, but I don't want to be fumbling around trying to think of what to say or, you know, trying to find the right picture or trying to find my clothing to tag and like to know it. So I really do try to pick my day off to do all of my non-medical life stuff. And that includes grocery shopping. It includes stuff for the blog. I really do try to do that. But if I do have ideas throughout the week, then I'll jot them down as quickly as I can pick up my phone just so I don't forget. I love that. Yeah. I love that concept of jotting down your inspiration so that when you do sit down that, that weekend, you have tons of stuff that you were maybe downloaded throughout the week. So I think that's amazing. So I wanted to talk about balance because I know you are type A and I know you do a lot, but what does self-care look like for Anya, the type A, the most busy woman on the planet? What does that look like for you? Whew, that has changed because again, my path is so non-traditional. I'm coming off of a gap year, which was the best year of my life. I was chilling on Martha's Vineyard. I was working a nine to five. I was, I was living my life. I was watching a different movie every night and drinking wine. And it was amazing. So clearly I can't do that right now (laughs) since residency has started. But for me, it's all about the little things, the small moments. Like sometimes I will turn on run the world 
which is a show about women in Harlem created by the same woman who created Living Single. And that's just a really enjoyable show to me right now, especially since I'm living <laughs> in East Harlem. So I'll turn that on and I'll crank out a blog post and it may be working, but it's still relaxing to me because I feel like I'm surrounded by all these really cool women on TV who are doing their thing and I'm doing my thing. And that's cool. So I'll do that. Sometimes I will walk down the street and check out a new neighborhood I haven't walked around in. I'll go get myself something to eat, usually in Harlem, usually soul food. Friday after clinic, that's a treat for me because I'm definitely trying to know as much about New York as I can before I leave and go to my next city. I will also hang out with my family. It's been really nice to hang out with my family that resides here. So all of those things are self-care to me. It's not anything that's super elaborate or expensive or it takes a lot of time, but that's what I have to do with my schedule right now. And it works. I love that because I think in this in the day and age that we live in with social media, self-care always looks so extra, you know, yes. um, <laughs> it's like I don't have time to go get a massage. I don't even right. like I'm I'm a little bit like you and that I, I I'm always on the go. I don't want to sit with cucumbers mm-hmm. on my eyes for two hours like that sounds awful, you know. So think about other things. um, Yeah. So I love that you kept it really simple, like a walk, spending time with family, things that are free, but still bring life back into you, you know, so you can show up more. I think that's so important for people to um know as an option in a world where it's just always put in our face so many extra things. It's like I don't even like that. So I love that you were able to share that so much. Um, so I know that you're now in New York City, you're in Harlem, and you were in Atlanta. So can you tell us like the biggest difference of who Anya is now versus the Atlanta Anya and what big growth you've seen in yourself, just living in a new city, adapting to a new job, a new town, new restaurants, all that. What is that like recently? Uh, I would say that most recently, The new Anya has had to be more direct Mm. and more firm. Mm. There are people in the city of New York who will take full advantage of you if you allow them to. There are people in the city of New York who think that they should be able to give you the bare minimum for the money you're spending and that should be okay. When I first came here, I learned that there's this saying it is what it is. It's not what it is. If I'm paying for a service, I expect it to be done in excellence. I had to talk to my landlord about certain things. I had to talk to some people in my program about certain things. You, I really had to be, um, I've really had, like I said, I've really had to be more firm with people. I think that my guard was definitely down a bit more in Atlanta because I kind of knew the vibe. I knew how to deal with people. But up here, I do feel like you have to draw the line in the sand early on. So because it's a fast paced city, it's much more fast paced in Atlanta. And you really have to let people know and see how you will and will not be treated. 
So I think that has been a major change. I've never been someone to mince my words or to allow anyone to run over me. (laughs) Tina knows. (laughs) She's seen some situations. Anya is the queen (laughs) of speaking up for herself. And I have learned from her so much. (laughs) Yes, I have definitely had to be even more firm with holding people accountable because I am in a new space. I am living by myself and I just want people to know on the exterior, yes, I do appear to be introverted, but don't try me, don't do it. We will be embarrassed, okay? So I think that's a bit of a major change. Yeah, no, I bet. And I I can't call it a major change. I'll say that I've had to escalate who I already am. I'll say that. No, seriously. And I love that you said that like you, you kind of are an introvert in a way. And I think for people who maybe identify with that, you know, I don't know, I come off as an extrovert, which I am, but sometimes I can be introvert depending on the situation. But for those who are introverted, um, Mm -hmm. I think that's great that you just said that for yourself, you've had to stand up for yourself, even in the blogger world, when people have sent you proposals, I'm sure you've had to put your foot down and say, this is what I'm, this is what it is <laughs> take yeah. it or leave it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's amazing that you moving to this new city is almost turning up the heat a little bit, but bringing out Ooh, that yourself. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. New York is a whole nother beast. It is. It really is. So I wanted to talk a little bit about all the changes that are happening right now with all the different social media platforms and showing up consistently still, you know, this is something that obviously as a creative or anybody who's online, it knows it works for you. Have you seen any kind of shift in your own strategy? Are you in a place where you're like, listen, I'm doing what I'm doing and it works. What advice would you give for someone who maybe is starting out they're Anya from back in the day and they want to get started to be a blogger. They may work, but this is like another passion of theirs. What advice would you give them today to not be intimidated by all the changes, to not be intimidated by a lot of the things that are taking place? Sure. I would say don't be intimidated and so quick to jump on the next gimmick. A lot of people want to create the content that is going to get the most viewership. And I get that, but I feel like we should be focusing on creating the content we love. If you want brands to notice you, if you want your more of an audience to notice you, you have to be confident behind your content first. I always like to ask people, do you like your content? Because you want so many other people to like it and that's your focus. And again, I get that but you have to like it first. You have to feel strongly about it first. That you don't, you don't have to create a reel every other day in order to grow your audience. You really don't. I've seen slow, but steady growth on my page and I'm not cranking out reels or jumping on the bandwagon of whatever's new all the time. I'm really not. I have tried to (laughs) assimilate a little bit by creating maybe one reel every week or every other week, but I'm not going to change my content strategy. I'm not going to overhaul what I love just to get more views and to get more money. I feel like the money will come 
the viewership will come, the audience will come if you stay true to who you are. To me, it's not just about it's not just about making money, it's about the art. I truly love the artistry behind photos and outfits and you know, sharing my story. And that's another thing. A lot of people are focused on, you know, sharing the pretty, pretty pictures and am I making sure that it's a perfect image? People want to connect. In this day and age, people are looking for so much more than pretty pictures. So share your story and whatever that is, whatever you're comfortable sharing, don't be out on the internet oversharing because people will take advantage. <laughs> but, you know, tie your story into your posts. It, and then you can also talk about what you're wearing. You can always put at the end of the caption, shop my look, I'd like to know it. I always do that. And my posts will have nothing to do with clothing. It's talking about my day in clinic but you can do two at the same time. Make sure that you connect and don't feel like you have to jump on every single bandwagon because you'll drive yourself crazy. Oh my I'm God. I'm still posting pictures, <laughs> Instagram. This, this is so, this is so important because I feel like it's not being talked about enough right now. And I've, I've, you know, I started working with two new clients recently and we're building out their personal brand. And I stress this so much, like it, this is a new gimmick. There's so many new gimmicks, but if you can, build that foundation on what you want to actually share, what parts of your story you want to help inspire others, you know, um, and then tie it into if you want to be a blogger, you're trying to sell a product. If you can tie in a story, that's, that's where the, that's where the real bag is at the end of the day. And I've noticed for me, you know, just on the topic of Instagram, I go on Instagram now for, the people that I am so connected to, like you, I, I am so connected to you. So I'm, I'm like, what's she posting today? You know, because I know, <laughs> I know that you probably have something up. You have, you have been consistent. You have let me know over time, like I can rely on you and I want to know what's up in your life. There are other women that I follow that inspire me, whether they're mothers, business owners, whatever. I want to know what's new and I'll even like search them out. So it's like, if you can build yeah. You know what I mean? If you can build such a great story and such a great personal relationship with the people, it doesn't matter if your audience is million or, you know, a thousand, <laughs> they're loyal and yep. whatever you decide to do, it's, it's going to pay off. Like you said, the slow and steady growth I've shared you with so many people. I've shared other women, like, you know, just sharing a post and be like, oh my God, this girl's amazing. I love her vibe. I love her style of her story. And when you're consistent, that's what people start to see is like, wow, this story resonates with me, no matter if it's similar to someone else, you know, there could be another chick out here who's a blogger, but also a doctor, but is she Anya? False. So... <laughs> You know, it's like everybody's going to resonate with someone else for a different reason, you know? So I just had to share that because I, I'm so inspired and I love that there is an Anya Bazell online right now sharing. I love that because I feel like there aren't a lot of, there's, there's not a lot of black women in the space. I think in the blogger space, if they are, they're not being promoted as much. And I just love that you're not chosen to be honest about your journey, your failures, hardships. You've chosen to take us along on the ride and be honest about everything. And I think that is so powerful because, you know, we need more women, um, especially black women sharing their story and encouraging women to come up into that space. So 
I love that so much. And I'm so thankful that you chose to come back on my show. Of course. I'm not going to keep you long because you already heard she's a busy, busy woman. But (laughs) if there's anything that you want to share with the audience, anything that you might have as far as a tip for someone who's listening and they're still really new on their journey of building their personal brand, building out their story, what advice would you have for them? And I'm going to give you the mic. I would say you have to keep showing up daily. Mm. You have to keep showing up daily. My medical career back in 2017, 2018 was a hot mess. It was trash. It was awful. I was crying every day. I could barely get up to study. It was an awful time, but God kept telling me, I'm going to repay you for what you're going through and I'm going to use you. And the number of students who have reached out to me since I shared my story, it's been astronomical. The number of students I've helped to get back into school after they were dismissed, simply amazing. And to be in this position where I can not only be a physician in training, but still helping other medical students and pre-med students, that is amazing. And that's an act of God. And that's because I kept going. I kept showing up every day. Even if I could only show up as half of myself, I showed up. I'm getting job offers (laughs) and I've not even finished my training. You know, that's amazing. That's amazing. And it's taken some time between 2017 and now it's four years. What if I had quit in between, you know? And when it comes to my blog, I just this past year started getting work consistently. Tina and I have been shooting together since 2018, (laughs) but we kept showing up. We kept shooting all over Atlanta. No. (laughs) (laughs) Freezing, hot, sweating. It didn't matter, you know, because that is what I really had my heart set on. And now the benefits of that labor are coming forth. So you really do have to show up. Don't get defeated. Don't feel defeated if things don't happen for you in a few months, in a year, even in a couple years. People think that if something doesn't pop off for you in a year's time, it's time to quit. That's not the case. Again, it's been four years since I went through everything in medical school that was designed to tear me down. And I'm here and I'm doing better than I could ever imagine, getting opportunities that I didn't even know existed. So show up every single day and give yourself credit for that and rest when you need to, but still show up. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, I have chills, I have chills. Y'all, I'm so emotional. I needed to hear that. You were literally preaching to my soul. And I'm just so thankful for those of you who haven't heard her story, go ahead. I will link her original podcast in the show notes. You can also follow her at surgery in the city on Instagram. She has an entire IGTV video. We filmed on a rooftop. Oh man. (laughs) Wind blowing and cars (laughs) driving up. We were like, we reserved this parking deck And, and it's, it's her whole story and it's powerful. It's a story of 
like she said, everything was trying to tear her down. I mean, there were so many times where she could have quit in her story and I sure as heck would have, but that God didn't leave me with that. He, he didn't assign that to me. Okay. That was Anya's gift. But if you want to feel encouraged, if you want to feel like, dang, like, yeah, I have to, I have to keep this going because I'm learning that our stories are not about us fully. It's everyone that we're helping through telling that story. And it, I mean, Anya, when we did that video, how many messages did you get from people who were like, oh my gosh, I'm going through the same thing. Or, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that there was hope. Yeah, I spent my, I released that video the day before graduation from medical school. I spent my entire graduation day responding to tons of messages, emails. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that it was someone besides myself. Oh my gosh, I am. Someone emailed me and said in the title, this is urgent. And I'm thinking, are you having a medical problem? Because I just graduated. This is urgent. I just got kicked out of medical school. I need your help. Hmm. She's back in school right now. Wow. She's back in school. That God is good. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, this is so beautiful. And I, you inspire me so much. I love this. I think that this will help so many people because at the end of the day, even if you feel like you're just a blogger or somebody who's online there, your story has so much power behind it to yeah. help so many people. So even coming from that place will help you show up more consistently and, and rid yourself of those limitations and fears, you know? Yes. Anya, thank you so much. This was beyond a treat. I cannot wait to come visit Harlem. Honey, my bags are packed. And um, <laughs> thank you so much again, everyone. Be sure to follow her and share your story of how she inspired you, you with her message. But thank you so much for listening in. Until next time. Thank you. Yay. Well, guys, that's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Listen, if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, what are you waiting for? It's just a button away. Go ahead and subscribe today so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you find this podcast to be helpful or it's just your new favorite podcast on the block, be sure to leave a review as well so other people can find and discover it. Thank you so much again, and I will be catching you on the next episode.